life maybe in your fellowship you're probably like a minister or an usher or a chorister you get that kind of thing or you start your business and you don't even really have the motivation or you don't really have the strength you don't really have the courage to even talk about your business to even market your business to other people on today's episode join me as i discuss with shop Taddy, a business a business mogul we'll be right back Hello, this is the Open With The Talk Rappi Show, the podcast with your host, Oprah D. I believe being open about our experiences is an important way of healing from our past. This is a safe community. See, each week, deep questions, life stories, and open conversations, all centered on your mental health and growing up. It is a Talk Rappi Show. Wait, Talk Rappi? Yeah, talk therapy. Oh. We offer therapy sessions. I know opening up to someone you don't really know may be difficult though. But if you really need someone who will listen, let's talk on my Instagram or Twitter at Opera G. So it's your girl Oprah D, and this is another episode of Be Open with D. And I'm here with <laughs> I'm here with Pastor Peculia, my Peculia, okay. and she's a very very interesting person. Introduce yourself. Okay, hello. Are you shy? <laughs> Good morning or afternoon or whenever you're going to be listening to this. Yeah, I'm Peculia. I'm Utadi. Mm-hmm. A lover of God and a businesswoman. Yep. <laughs> Period. <laughs> so really, I actually love the way she does her business. It's very cool. Gosh. So I'm um, here at your place, mm-hmm. and I think I want us to talk about how to cut off your relationship mm-hmm. with someone you think is not good enough for you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just like a dating relationship or like friendship. Let's say it's a friendship people are catchy feelings. Okay, so it's a man and a woman something. It's a man and a woman something. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. So, how do you cut off your relationship with this person? And you guys are actually, you guys go way back. Like, it's a long, basically, you even basically see this person as someone you can always talk to. You know, there's always that person that you'd always want to call to tell stuff going on in your life. Exactly. So how do you cut off this person when you start to feel okay? You guys may have crossed some boundaries. Jim, 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 Jim. Okay. Well, see, in life, sort of, you get to see, you get to meet a lot of people. Okay. People that are good, people that are bad, people that are just for one chapter, people that are for the whole book. That's true. People that are for just this minute you get. Okay. I've, I've seen a lot of ladies that are more comfortable with having a guy best friend. Yeah. You get because for some sort of for some reason women have their drama. 
you get. Okay. So we prefer to just have a guy best friend because that would understand, understand everything. And just don't stress me out. Yes. You get. I can understand that. And in a way too, I sort of relate. Okay. With that. Mm-hmm. I do. When it comes to to cutting off somebody that you have been close to. <laughs> hey, this question is a very, very tricky question. Because he's going into the archives of my past experiences. Are you serious? Oh, man, Jesus man. Christ. Okay. First of all, you, you need the Holy Spirit. <laughs> okay. The Holy you need Spirit. the Holy Spirit. Alright. Because the thing is, I feel like, okay, I know that from before even when you start to notice that, okay, these things, these traits are not mm-hmm. good as, as, as regards a person. Yes. The Holy Spirit, especially if you're a Christian, you you'd already start I'm telling saying you. it from yeah. a Christian point of view because I'm a Christian. Yes. And everything. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, he always start dropping it little by little. Yes. Little by little. Yes. But what he does first, I mean, not necessarily be cutting it off with the person. Mm-hmm. What he tells you, especially if you're a Christian, mm-hmm. is, okay, somebody does something, your friend does something that is not right. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Tell him, this thing I've done is not right though. It's not good to don't do mm. this, don't do that. But then most of the time, because we're trying to keep a friendship, yeah, we don't listen. Yeah, we're, like, we're just we're just parties. <laughs> we're just we're just friends. We're just, okay. People think um they want to have friends more than God wants them to have friends. Okay, okay. People feel like just like in the world, people somebody wants to be a doctor and they mm-hmm. feel like they want to be a doctor doctor more than God wants them to be a doctor. Okay, I get it. Or they want to make money more than God, God wants, wants them, them to, to make money. Or like cause one of one young girl was talking to me one time and she was mm-hmm. like she was an exam hall and then her friend was asking her questions and then she was answering the friend and then when she left the hall she felt so bad about herself and everything. And I told her. It's because you think you want your friend to pass more than God wants your friend to pass. Okay. Do you get okay. if 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 she will pass, she will pass. Right. Do you get? Now, when it comes to this kinds of friendship, and then God has been nudging it in your heart, talk about this thing. This thing is not right. This is not right. But we want mm-hmm. to, want to just somehow be affiliated with with this with, person. With that, do you, do you mm-hmm. get my point? And then you now come to a place where okay, this person has crossed a line that mm-hmm. nah, you don't think people can continue. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to friendship, as much as people are close, there's sort of an emotional bond that's built. You get so mm-hmm. you can't even see your life because first of all you've seen your life with this person. Unless like, really, the person. You get, how, how is it going to be? What's going on? Get, I so, get. Mm, it's, it's a journey that the Holy Spirit has to walk in and through you because you have to come to a place where you know that okay you can cut off this person but not necessarily hurt the person. Oh. You get. It will hurt them but you don't have to be the like mm. the emotional hurt is there mm. but you don't have to be rude. Or brush mm-hmm. and some people that are not that are not normal that you have to walk or yeah. shifts mm-hmm. you get mm-hmm. but then you know don't necessarily have to stop being classy or stop being respectable mm-hmm. just because of the present situation mm-hmm. you get so you have to ask the spirit what do I do I know that you have been talking since and we are not because you I know swear. you know the picture <laughs> where you born you know say my way is safe, no normal, no pure, no normally. Let me just see what will happen. Let me just see. You get so ah. Uh, the Holy Spirit has to help you. He has to help you. He like the thing is, I've been I've been through a relationship where I had to just stop calling this person and replying this person's calls. I stopped having conversations with this person forcefully because I realized that no. Talking with talking to this person and allowing this relationship to continue is going to really affect me in future. Yeah. 
and then I've been in this other relationship where you want to keep this friendship but you know that there's a possibility actually the Holy Spirit has been telling you there's that you and the person but then you and the person are just so cool together because basically yeah. he's the perfect friend for you yeah. you get but you know that you probably have allowed some things that you shouldn't have allowed you get so you're like okay do you want are you supposed to just talk to this person and then let you guys just see how it goes from there or are you supposed to cut this person off totally because basically keeping the devil beside you <laughs> most of the person is the devil but yeah but i feel you understand you understand <laughs> sometimes eh, I, I dare say that sometimes cutting off a friendship is harder than cutting off a relationship. Are you serious? I'm telling you. I'll give you a typical example. There's this girl. Is this a girl? Okay. That we've been close for. We were very close for a while. And then I don't even know what happened. To be honest, I don't know what happened. And then she just stopped talking to me for like a long while. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you may feel like, okay, we are, this person is bad for me, but we could be bad for somebody else. That's so true. We don't know. Yes, now, we could also be toxic for someone's face. Asha was not toxic. <laughs> Asha, let, me, let me put it out there. I was not toxic. Okay? So, I, I was like, what happened? Why? What? I couldn't wrap my head around why. Yeah. Because when you give so much to a friendship and you want something to work, yeah. and you're like, you're there for the person, and you're like, you lo- I love this person. Ah. Cheers. And then I'm not exactly ashamed to talk about it because I loved this person with, with my soul. She mm. gets. She was like a sister to me. Mm. She was a sister to me. She just not feel like a sister. Mm. And then all of a sudden we just stopped talking. She just stopped talking to me. So I tried reaching out to her, and it was just silence wow. and everything. It's like it's up. One year later, and then she comes and says hi, and I cannot I can't wrap my head around it because we've lost a year. A lot of things can happen in a year. You could be exactly. a different person. Exactly. Like, and I couldn't, we talked, but I couldn't continue with the friendship because I didn't know where to start from. Mm. And I was still walking through my heart. How, why would you do this? Like, I don't get it. And that's how that friendship just left. It's like that. And I really saw my life with this person. I really saw, like, for example, I'm having, like, a child named Mr. This person is there. I'm having, like, a wedding. This person is bringing me money. I'm, like, you know, walking. Mm. And this person is, like, girl, we're having, like, a girl's trip. Do kind of things. Yes, yes, like, you see this person having a future with this person. And then, va-va-voom. <laughs> that finish. It's very hot, but I feel like in, in the end, it, 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 it depends or it boils down to what God will have you do. Mm-hmm. Honestly, because you think you want something, I wanted to say what you want to do, but mm-hmm. you think you want something, but it's not right for you. That's true. You get. Mm-hmm. I'd rather trust somebody that has gone through my life and come back before he made me. You get. Jesus. Than trusting myself. That's 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 a very very cool analogy. Because in my in my I know what I'm doing. I don't know me again. You just enter. And someone even told me something yesterday that God God respects your will. Yeah. In all your, I know what I'm doing. Even <laughs> if he knows better, he respects physically. He respects whatever you want to do. Yeah. But then he trusts that you would, you would ask him. Ask him. Please, ask God. Huh? Ask God. It's very, very important <laughs> because we really do not know. We really, 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 we, we, most of the time, we, we judge a situation by our past experiences. Mm. Everybody was born tabula rasa, so it's because of experiences, mm. nature and nurture. So you begin to make decisions out of mm-hmm. that, of those. But then once you give your life to Christ and then you have the Holy Spirit, you now have somebody, an all-seeing eye. 
okay, it's okay, help me. Sometimes you may not even tell you what you need to know. Because sometimes you have to wait, you have to chill. Because if I know that I'm going to be a millionaire tomorrow, yes. I'm not going to sleep this night now. I don't be waiting for the Lord for that particular moment. So every single time I want to be doing, I will not do it. I'm just waiting. Okay, okay, get it. okay. So okay. these things are, are, are important. But like, I, I just thought of something now. The fact that you are a pastor, mm-hmm. I mean, so a lot of people will come to tell you about every stuff they, they go through, even yes. if you have not gone through that it's stuff. Mm-hmm. So, how do you exactly advise these people? Huh. The Holy Spirit. Poor thought of marriage, but did marry. I mean, <laughs> okay. Did you get so? The Holy Spirit will teach you all things. It's the, it's the oldest person in the world. And then there's nothing new other than this one. Mm-hmm. So, he has seen everything. So I know that when, when people come to me with their issues, first of all, I first of all feel, first of all, what exactly did you even see first to even think I have the answer to your problem? You get But then it's not me that they, that they came to. People saw light and they come to the light. Yeah. You get So when I'm talking to them, I'm not talking to them. You have to be careful. Mm. Not talk to them from your past experiences. Because sometimes even your experience may not be the best counsel to give. Because you two are on a journey. You get so you're not exactly perfect. So you have to ask the Lord for what exactly. That's why so when somebody's telling me something, I'm praying in tongues. Mm-hmm. It's my mouth moving because God knows say I don't know everything I want to tell you. But you know, I'm going to say something. Not that I'll tell you, let me pray about it if I talk yes, to you. Because yeah. you have to be careful. Let me not say something now. Also, Bugadi, you now come and make your situation worse. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. She gets so. I ask God. And then, one thing I've noticed is most of the time he will come to tell me something. I realized that I've passed through that experience before. For example, somebody comes to me, tell me, comes to tell me something this week, and last mm-hmm. week I passed through it, and I'm okay. asking, you, why will you allow me pass okay. through it? I don't understand why. Okay. You get. And then, I now come and I'm, and the person is telling me, and I'm smiling because. Because. So okay. God, what you what you mean now is that you cannot just tell me that you are going to pass through. So you know exactly, exactly what to tell this person. Because the Bible says the Lord is not a high priest mm. and does not understand our infirmities. Mm. So he understands it because he has gone through it. Mm-hmm. I dare say that during Jesus' time, he had to go through the whole sexual purity thing. He has right? to have to go through the whole... Why didn't they include to... that shit in the Bible? <laughs> like, really, we need to know. He has gone through this thing. So if he... Because if he, does, if he did not go through the temptations, mm-hmm. that means he will not come out pure. How do I explain it now? For somebody to be certified pure, it's mm. because he has gone through it All and then he those. did not do, he did not fall. No, it would have really been something to have a Bible passage <laughs> to tell us. That's why we have other experiences. We have we have people like David now that right. went through the whole sexual impurity and then he okay. came out and then oh he said he's not going back. Mm. We have Paul that that mm. obviously flee. People, what people do these days is they want to be near sexual immorality. They don't want to do the actual act, mm. but they will do every single thing. <laughs> but that sex, they will not have it. You get it. When you are flirting with the pure <laughs> Exactly. But actually, that thing is even, even hard because why would you want to do every other thing and then you not do the main thing? Like, it's, it even takes. Because you're opening the door. Because you, man, will not be thinking, how will how that sex feel like? How will life has it? You'll not be hungry. You see, pay your thing. No, no, I think it's just better to leave everything down for you too. Just Kukuma's nose. <laughs> And then people that have already gone through these things, mm-hmm. I won't say it's harder for you, but you have to do this, especially mm-hmm. when you give your life to Christ. You ask him to help you. See, you know, see, I don't already do the harder parts that will help me stay, help me. Because purity comes from the mind first. 
before he even comes home. But mm. if you cannot keep a pure mind, no, that's why the Bible says if a man even thinks it is neighbor that this is mine, he has committed it. But what happens if your love for God is like a Diwanian cold? Okay. <laughs> Have you been in that position before? Like you just uh, how will I explain? Okay, maybe like before. Used to be this person that used to be like that used to how like maybe attribute every single thing to God. Maybe you never go a day without talking to the Holy Spirit and basically feel the Holy Spirit's presence. Mm-hmm. You always want to be in church because you, you like the whole gathering. It just makes you gives you this joy in your heart. And then after a while basically don't feel that way anymore. <laughs> That's the thing with our generation. Feeling. <laughs> we want to feel. That's the, that's the central problem. Are you serious? A man will tell you that he loves you, but mm-hmm. if you don't feel that he loves you, mm-hmm. he doesn't love you. So if, if he says he loves you, and then he's correcting you and chastising you, because you're not feeling that he loves you, you feel mm-hmm. like he doesn't love you. Mm-hmm. Everything is not subject to our feelings. Why? Why? People think okay, your love for God has to be some sort of, sort of thunderous experience, mm. or like all those kind of things. But sometimes it's just a simple, still small voice, right. and it's still Him. You get it's still God. So how? What makes you sure that you still love God? Because I'm sure God's love for us never wins. But what keep makes my you commandments? If you love me, keep my commandments. Mm. I'm not saying that there are times where it's hard for us. Mm-hmm. But how 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 soon do you run back to the throne of Christ? Mm-hmm. That's what's determined. That's why the Bible says David is a man after God's own heart. David, the way David used to run back to the throne of Christ. Mm-hmm. Ah, Jesus Christ. David we see one hot sin. But it doesn't even like immediately he finds out that okay, see that this is it. He goes back. Do you get? Mm-hmm. God is making us into making us like him. Do you get? The journey of perfection. Mm-hmm. Do you get? But one thing that is particular about is progression. Mm-hmm. Progress with me. Don't take one step back, then step backwards, <laughs> then stay there. Okay. You know how when a father is walking mm-hmm. with his child on a muddy ground and mm-hmm. he puts his leg in mud and he moves his leg and he tells his child, I put your leg in this place, I just put my leg. Mm-hmm. So we can move together. Mm-hmm. That's how God does it. Mm-hmm. Just be following him. I must, they're not, there may be times where you stand and you'll be sinking. Mm-hmm. But reach out. What, what people don't don't really see about that part in the Bible where Peter was in the boat. Mm. Peter is a fisherman. There's no way he'd be a fisherman and he don't know how to swim. Mm-hmm. It's not possible. So he could have swam back to the boat. Mm-hmm. But he raised his hand and asked God, God, please help me. Jesus, please help me. Did you get? Because there's a dependency you have to build. Mm. You have to you have to force yourself to build it. You have to command so you yourself, yourself on your own. that God, even as in do it for me. Be there. Be here for me. Be mm. here for me. Let me hear your voice. I don't want to. Abraham will say, if you're not going, let it go. Mm. If you're not going before me, I am not going nowhere. Mm. If we don't cultivate that habit, okay, God, go first, I'll follow. Do you get Or at least stay by my side. I will follow you. Exactly. That's it. Christianity is not hard. It's just that we are stubborn. That's just it. And we just want to explore. We are stubborn. So I mean, I I mean, it's it's why is it people blaming Eve for eating the apple? Like, look at you. You think that if you were there, you would not do this. You will not eat it. Because we want to explore, want to just feel alright. What will happen? What that mess? Cheer, cheer, God. How did you pull your team together? 
for my work. Mm-hmm. I do think you would have been putting in this much effort if you were still a student. Mm-hmm. I just want to get something clear because honestly, I've written three exams this year and it's not even funny. And I realized that I was pushed. Subconsciously, I have this whole list where I just created this whole after exams yeah. list where I start putting everything. Maybe sometimes you're you're reading now, you understand? Mm-hmm. I like I should I should do this or that thing. I'm like, okay, let me just add it to my after exams list. Mm-hmm. And after exam is barely two weeks after we're having classes for second semester. <laughs> How? I don't use two weeks to arrange my life. I understand. <laughs> it's very annoying. This was a building capacity is very important. Capacity. I was in front of my example. Mm-hmm. As they were calling my name, I was uploading a picture of my status. Message, I just uploaded examples on my back and I went to write my exam and came out. Okay, so now I'm going to law school and I'm asking God to help me. Let me manage this business too as I'm in law school mm-hmm. because He will help. God's capacity is boundless, and because we're children of God, our capacity is boundless. Mm. There's a lot we can handle you. And I'm not even handling anything. As some women you see and you see and say, how are you doing it? You're only 10 businesses, you have a family, you have this one, and then you're, you're looking young, you're not looking tired, you're doing it. Do you get? Mm. So it's not like it's a thing that maybe is some a hard fit that maybe is like a stroke. Thank God is boundless, so we'd also Yes. Just keep us in to help you. Has and that whole journey of being intentional. Oh. I guess you have to be disciplined. Let me even add that. Please tell me about the discipline. Because Let me add at the point one. I was like, God, I need discipline. See discipline. <laughs> I need it because reading books and you have to be disciplined. And discipline may not necessarily be having a time for this, having mm. a time for this. Okay, this is for this, this is for this. Mm. But knowing your 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 what what is important in your life at this mm-hmm. point. You can, mm-hmm. While I was in school, I had a hierarchy of things that are important. So there's ministry, there's business, and there's academics. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to feel feel bad or guilty that somebody's putting academics first. First. That's their journey, not my journey. Mm-hmm. You get But will I feel serious because I can be putting business first before academics. Mm. But it's my journey. You get mm-hmm. everybody has this. Now I'm going to university, law school. The only just three things that are in my mind. Mm. Ministry, law school, my business. Chicken. Wow. So this is it. This is it. So I know that, okay, I can't spend time doing things that, that make profit me, but I, don't, I shouldn't be doing them. Chicken. Mm. I did not go for parts. See this thing you just said now, Nia? Mm-hmm. Honestly. Like at the point, at that 2020, that lockdown, I really knew, like, everything was in my head. I was like, okay, I'm coming back to school to do these things. Yeah. God, my whole academics, yeah. and then my mental health um, stuff. And then every other thing just has to be, because even after I came back from lockdown, people were even complaining that all this other meeting, this one, group that I said, sorry, I'm, I'm not doing it again. Thank you very much. So it was just about me. Yeah, but then somehow along the way, you'd, you just need a reminder. That these are the things you wanted for yourself. No, no, that's why I really want the Lord because I'm like, if I, God will not, God yes, will not sponsor yes, what it yes. is not building. Yes, not. true, Sha. Because actually, it took me a long way for me to realize that these are the things that I want that I'm supposed to be doing that's actually now in my life. Yes. It took me a long way. You know, that whole. Stage your life where you're like, God, what's my purpose? What's, what, what was I supposed to be doing? You know, didn't go through that thing. Yes, sometimes I found out that every Christian your purpose is one to, to spread the gospel. That's your purpose. No matter, it depends on then you don't start looking for the For means. how? Exactly. God, how will I do now, this? So wherever exactly. I am in my spirit. Exactly. Because the thing about this world is a lot of noise. The 
the noise is too much. God, everybody's so everybody's much. dragging you to thank do something. You so much. You're not doing this you know, not strength. Too this. much. I swear. I was complaining yesterday too with my status that I need a lodge. I know. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the money is going to come from. And because I the way I'm even envisioning the lodge, Steph, you need to also furnish it yeah. now. I need a place where I can just constantly see these things I've already made like I need to be doing. Yeah. You get like you have this whole hierarchy in your in your head once they were, but there is only so much you can do. You can do. You can even you can even remember to do. So you, I need all this like maybe a board or something to remember that okay. I have sticky notes on my walls. Like I have sticky notes in the hostel, but daily plan it's not so. even private at all mm-hmm. because the whole world now know what he wants to do. <laughs> How about? That's it though, my sister. This whole noise, and I was complaining. I was like, guys, this whole, like, it's a struggle trying to even eliminate certain thoughts from your mind because a lot of things are going through your head. And you're like, oh, Jesus, what am I supposed to do? Oh, God. Okay. So I hope you enjoyed this episode with me and Shoptadi. I am Opradi, a talk therapist, a mental health person and advocate basically you can talk to me about anything and everything and we keep you anonymous i also offer free talk therapy sessions and i would love to have you you can also find me on any social media platform instagram twitter tiktok at be open with g till next time bye